The Vermont legislature has been on break this week for town meeting day, but lawmakers will return to the state house on Tuesday for one of the busiest weeks of the legislative session so far. Key committees in both the House and Senate will have to finalize work on major bills dealing with housing, child care, and paid family and medical leave. And in this week's edition of Capital Recap, reporter Pete Hirschfeld is going to tell us where things might be headed. Hi, Pete. Hi, Mary. So I gather there's a real sense of urgency. Uh, Lots of bills in Montpelier right now. What is the rush for lawmakers? There's this thing in the legislature called crossover. Crossover is a deadline, and if a bill doesn't make it through one chamber of the legislature before crossover, then it's effectively done for the year. The crossover deadline for policy bills is next Friday. That's March 17th. The crossover deadline for bills that have financial appropriations in them is the Friday after that, March 24th. And it means lawmakers are going to be working overtime the next couple weeks to make sure that their bills get to the floor before those deadlines hit. And one of those bills, Pete, involves the creation of a universal paid family and medical leave program in Vermont. So where does that one stand? Right now, it looks like all systems go for a bill that would create the most generous paid leave benefit in the United States. It would use a mandatory 0.54% payroll tax on most workers in the state to fund a new insurance program that would allow workers to take up to 12 weeks off with full pay to care for a newborn, recover from an injury or illness, or care for a sick family member. That new tax amounts to about $250 a year for somebody making $50,000. And under the legislation in the House, the tab would be split evenly between the employer and the employee. What's also interesting about this bill is it would create a whole new layer of bureaucracy in state government to actually administer this paid leave program. Governor Phil Scott favors a voluntary paid leave program. He also says Vermont should enlist a private sector insurance company to run the program. He says this is complicated stuff that's best left to established experts in the field. But Brattleboro Representative Emily Kornheiser says private sector insurance companies, they answer to shareholders, not Vermont workers. And the further away we move from government-administered programs towards privatizing programs, the less accountable those programs are to the folks that are being served by them, to the folks that design them, and to taxpayers. This bill is going to get voted out of the House Committee on Ways and Means on Tuesday or Wednesday, it looks like, and then it'll get another vote in the House Committee on Appropriations. By all accounts, it has enough votes to pass on the House floor, and then we're going to get to find out whether the Senate is comfortable with the size and scope of the program that the House is poised to adopt. Okay, so that's the Universal Paid Family and Medical Leave Program. How about child care? That's another big issue that lawmakers are hoping to tackle this year. So the Senate Committee on Health and Welfare has been going through this bill with a fine-tooth comb. And one of the big decisions we're going to see next week is how many more Vermonters does the legislature want to provide child care subsidies to? Lawmakers were initially looking at subsidies for families making up to 425 percent of the federal poverty level, which is about $127,000 for a family of four. Chittenden County Senator Ginny Lyons now says lawmakers might want to go even higher than that. We are very interested in raising that coverage for uh, providing at least some support for families, perhaps up to 600 percent of poverty. So we're we're debating right now, is it 475 percent of poverty? Is it 500? Is it 600? 
If they go to 600% of the federal poverty level, then it means that 80% of families with young kids are going to be eligible for childcare subsidies. It also means, of course, that it's going to become a more expensive proposition. Okay. And finally, Pete, a lot of Vermonters looking to the legislature to do something about the housing crunch. What legislation are lawmakers considering there? What are the prospects? So the big question for the housing bill in the Senate right now is whether lawmakers are going to retain the provisions that would eliminate Act 250 oversight for certain high-priority housing projects. There are a lot of developers and housing advocates who say Act 250, that's this Vermont statewide land use law, has become a real barrier to the construction of new housing in the state. But there are a lot of lawmakers and environmental advocates who say if you lose that regulatory oversight, then you're going to get housing in places it might not be long. Next week, the Senate Committee on Natural Resources will hold a big vote on that housing bill, and we'll find out then if these proposed Act 250 overhauls are going to clear their first big hurdle. That's Vermont Public Reporter Pete Hirschfeld. Thanks, Pete. Thank you, Mary.